0: gospel message for tonight's gospel message i just wanted to talk about reflection looking within and this looking within um though the suggestion is that is you know it's it's so that we do it we do the looking within ourselves but not just we of ourselves as in with our flesh eyes and according to our our understanding according to you know our partiality of ourselves not not that looking in but really reading the word of god and allowing the word of god to look into us and sometimes and and this is across the board with human nature it's so easy for us to not see ourselves and the reason why I say it's human nature is because we've seen it we've seen in the Bible prime example is when King David committed adultery with Bathsheba and when the prophet Nathan came to confront him about it he gave him a parable and King David through that parable did not see himself as that person being illustrated in the parable until the prophet said, thou art that man. It it took that for him to see himself. But the Lord doing it through the prophet, he was able to reveal to David himself because he didn't see, though I'm sure it wasn't his proudest moment. So probably in his mind, he was thinking, uh, you know, maybe I shouldn't have done that, but but the power that came with being a king, the power that came with being able to do that kind of overshadowed his being able to stop and say, is that something I should have done? Or even feel the remorse of saying, oh, wow, I messed up. I shouldn't have done that. But again, God being merciful will always, he said, he chasteneth those he loves so he was able to reveal to King David himself through his prophet. So the word of God is, is, you know, guaranteed to do that if we're willing. The word of God will do it. And that's why the passage says the, the word of God is living. It's living and it's powerful, sharper than a two-edged sword. You know it's a living thing. it's not just something that has no power. it's not just something that's for sometimes and not and not all the time. It's not just something that we read it and it has no effect. The Word of God has effect it does something it 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 there is a there is a purpose to it, and it's not just for you know we say that a lot when we're looking for you know seeking something from the lord and we're praying say oh lord you have spoken the word and yeah, your word will not come back to you void but will always achieve the purpose for which you sent we 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 are we're very quick to say this when we're seeking something from the lord so then we start quoting all these passages um because again it's our bible prayer and it emphasizes this thing that we're seeking from the lord but the the word of god is living but it is not just living for you know our hands out to god it's living for correction it's living for chastening it's living for setting us on the right path when we're going down the wrong path but it's also living for shining into our hearts and revealing us to ourselves hebrews 4 12 for the word of god is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and here is where the emphasis is and it is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart the word of god is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. The uh, New Living Translation says, it exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. The English Standard Version uh, says, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of our hearts. So it, it, it reveals the word of God The living word of God has the power when we receive it. The spirit living in that word, the Holy Spirit of the living God has the ability. Remember in in the book of John, John chapter 9, when Jesus delivered the woman who was caught in adultery from her from her accusers according to him and when the he was when he was uh the people gathered and actually sorry not not john nine it's john eight and when the the accusers wanted to stone her and remember what it says the jesus wrote down says he didn't say anything he didn't say anything he wrote down he 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 stooped down and wrote in the ground and then he now stood up and then he did speak. He said, let him who is without sin among you be the first to throw a stone at her. Or let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Okay, that's what the Bible tells us. And then the Bible tells us that when they heard it, being convicted by their own conscience went out one by one, beginning at the eldest and even unto the last. So Jesus only said Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. He didn't point out anybody's anything to them. He spoke the word. The word went out. And then because this word is living and it is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Because it is a revealer of the innermost state of our hearts. His word went out and it went into them. This one was not a matter of whether they wanted to. This word was going to do it because it did it. It wasn't giving them the option to apply it. This one was, this is the work that's going to be done here today. I'm going to reveal you to yourself today. And the word of God did. The spirit of the living God did just that. And the Bible tells us that as their consciences now started convicting them, started tapping them and saying, "Um, remember when you did this? Uh, Remember when you did that or when you said this or when you felt this? Because sometimes we think the the transgression happens after we have opened our mouths or moved our feet. It's it's in the heart. It's in the heart. Remember in, in Ezekiel, it says when Lucifer said in his heart, he didn't say it out loud that he wants to ascend the throne of God. He said it in his heart. It was a desire of his. It was a desire and he was being motivated by that desire. Hence, him standing in the face of God and saying, uh, excuse me. And we now started to question God. The desire now took on a life. So we 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 shouldn't be thinking that. It becomes transgression, that, oh, it's okay to think it, that it it doesn't become a bad thing until we say it. No, it's a bad thing when it's in our heart. We don't have to say a word. We don't have to say anything. So the spirit of the living God, through his word, who is the living Christ, the living word, now ministers to our hearts. So all these people, their consciences were going full blasts reminding them and it said all of them from the oldest to the youngest put down their stones can you imagine how loud this thing must have been in them I mean just think about it (laughs) these were people that were ready to stone this woman they were ready this woman was was set to die that day she was set to die because these people in their self-righteousness said we are doing the will of God because the law of Moses says if anybody is caught in the act of adultery she must be stoned to death so we're here to do the work of God everybody pick up your stones and that's exactly what they did until Jesus and then by the divine grace and divine mercy of this divine God he spoke his word and it went forth and one By one by one, oh, their consciences were loud. And guess what? They were accurate. They were accurate. They were spot on to the point that these men with all their puffed upness and their self-righteousness, they were ready. They, I mean, can you imagine their state? And then just one by one, they just put their stone down and went away, probably in shame. Probably in shame because the voice in their head must have been so loud. They were like, oh my God, I wonder who else can hear what this thing is saying to me. I'm pretty sure it was that kind of an experience. So that reflection, reflection. Don't reflect on your own. Don't reflect. Now, sometimes some of us, we might not read the word of God. So God in his power and his not being put in a box will sometimes send that word to you by way of someone else, a brother or a sister or a family member or a stranger or a coworker Or he will use his word or he will use that TV show that you're watching and they will just say this profound thing on that TV show and you'll be like, wow, they're talking to me. Or something we read in an article or see on social media or hear somebody giving a testimony. However, he's God. Can't limit him. He wants to get that message to us. He's going to get that message to us. But when he does, when the word comes to us, are we allowing that word to do its work? Because it's going to reveal. The question is, how are we going to receive it? Because there was a modicum of repentance from those men in that they changed their course of action. They wanted to stone the woman. They put down their stones and they went away. What will the revealing word of God do in us? Is it going to make us put down our stones? Is it going to make us be like King David? When it reveals to us, you are that man, you are that woman, and we repent in sackcloth and ashes, figuratively, the word of God is going to go forth. It's going to come. If you call yourself a child of God, that word is going to come to you. If I call myself a child of God, that word is going to come to me. What am I going to let it do? That's up to us. The word is going to do its work. It's going to discern the thoughts and intents of our hearts. It is now up to us to respond. How are we going to respond? That is the question. And may we continue to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 In the name of Jesus.